0: This week on the, o the Anthem podcast, it's been two weeks since we were live, but we are back in town, and oh, do we have so much to talk about. In sports ball, what else is there to say? Big truss! But we are going to get into the playoff picture and how the Ravens play in, as well as update everybody on the fantasy football outcomes for the whole league. Uh, We have a little bit of news to talk about and for your consideration, our brand new segment. Uh, In news, a couple of interesting stories from the nation that happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Trump got impeached. Do you guys not know what that means? We'll talk about it a little bit more. And a lot from the Baltimore corner. We hit 344 murders. Somebody fell in the harbor and died. We'll talk about it on this week's episode of Odean the Podcast.
1: Ooh, ooh. this is Corin. this is the other Anthem podcast. Good
0: afternoon <laughs> everybody it's Rob. welcome to episode 299 the big 299 mm. of the the podcast coming to you from the hashtag OTALA studios high above the 110 freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us. Yeah,
1: thank you for listening on your podcaster of choice again one last time for the people in the back who may not have heard mm. anchor.fm forward slash o the anthem is where you can go. If you want to listen on Apple, just click on anchor.fm forward slash O The Anthem. It'll take you right to the Apple link so you could scr- subscribe on your phone. It's like the easiest part of this whole thing.
0: Uh, and I feel like that deserves its own, <laughs> own splash screen. Maybe we should uh, have an anchor.fm nah. splash screen. Uh, if you've been watching the opening, you saw a lot of information about it, though. Anchor.fm forward slash O The Anthem. Uh, of course, you can find more O The Anthem at O The Anthem on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can watch us live and find even more updates at facebook.com forward slash O The Anthem. All the videos, uh, including the short films and everything else Corey has done, is available at youtube.com forward slash O the Anthem. And everything O oh, the Anthem related is available at otheanthem.com. And of course, if you're joining us for the first time after a week absence, you could be watching us live on Twitch, on YouTube, on Facebook, or over on Twitter. All across the world, we are live with recording of episode 299.
1: Wherever it's easiest for you to find it, that's where we will be. Absolutely. Uh, Now, uh, let's just jump in off the top because we have
0: a packed show, two weeks of stuff to get through. Uh, And as always, we start off the top with sports. (laughs) Sportsbook. Now we got a lot to talk about from Baltimore.
1: Yeah. Real quick, were we gonna talk about the news for a yeah, I, I wanted to get through that
0: first okay, and then we'll jump all right, back all right, in. All right. As I got real excited about Big Trust was <laughs> I was getting uh ready for the uh the opening there. Uh because I noticed that uh well one, we didn't have we didn't have uh, Lamar in this game. No. Uh and uh coincidentally, unfortunately, the Ravens fell this week. Uh Oh, no, they didn't. Thir- oh, wait, no. Okay, yes. Uh, we put in our backups, and we handily beat the other team that apparently is a football club from Pittsburgh.
1: I, You know, what was amazing to me about that was the Steelers needed to win this game. Yeah. Like, uh, the only hope of them making the playoffs was winning this game. And help. I, I, and help. I, and, they had to win first, but yeah. also get help. Well, I mean, they needed to win, and they needed Tennessee to lose. Yeah. But, I mean, like, there were tied up in, in record at that point so it was just sort of like the the, the way the conferences worked out and stuff like that and mm-hmm. tennessee won anyway so they you know it didn't matter for pittsburgh but it, it still didn't at any point during the game look like it was a team fighting for a playoff spot yeah and yeah. you know i i as as much as i love to uh bash the steelers whenever i have the opportunity uh i would actually like to say good job by the steelers mm-hmm. this year because they had no business being anywhere as close to the playoffs as they ended no. up being. I looked at the the uh, record, uh, the standings, just last night as I was like looking at the playoff picture and stuff like that. The Broncos finished like a couple games out of the playoffs, yep. despite the fact that they looked completely lost for the whole thing. So, well,
0: I mean, they had one one problem that they didn't identify in the preseason.
1: <laughs> they didn't make the same decision the Ravens did. And Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Move away from Joe Flacco slowly.
0: You went with Joe Flacco, and uh, what happened? An injury. Hmm. A pain in the neck. Hmm, how about that?
1: <laughs> Weird how that happens.
0: Uh, and you say that there was no uh, no energy, no anger about this game, but... Uh you forget Big Ben was on the sideline, so yeah. he was out there punching Gatorade, not uh, <laughs> out on the field. So and
1: no, uh, was Sh- uh, Juju in there? Or? Uh, I think they played. I mean, he Connor played. wasn't playing, right? No, no,
0: and I think Juju played a little bit, but I don't feel like it was like there. He wasn't there fully the way that he should have been.
1: But I mean, like even the defense, the 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 Steelers' defense this year has been carrying them, and the Ravens just even without Ronnie Stanley or Yonda or uh Lamar obviously or Ingram Mm -hmm. like it was a Gus Edwards and Justice Hill show like it it just complete domination of that Steelers defensive line yeah yeah it (sighs) it's so weird I I just am not built for this uh, to have a team that looks this good going in because I, I I just can't I I feel more confident about this team than I did for either of the Super Bowl teams that went in and both those teams I was like well, you know, it's a good defense and maybe if the right things happen, then mm-hmm. there's a chance we can make it to the Super Bowl and then it's like a 50-50 thing. Who knows? And then Yeah, we've relied so heavily on the defense. It is it's almost a crapshoot
0: because it's like if they keep them under 7, we can score 10. We can <laughs> score 10. We can score 9. We yeah. got Justin Tucker, he can kick three field goals. We can get goals. three field
1: goals. <laughs> That's <laughs> all sure. we really need. I'm we sure we can seven. do that.
0: And if if you know, something unlucky happens and they put up 14, it's like, okay, well, can we put up 14? Yeah. Can we get to that level? And it's weird to have an o- that have both a defense that seems to be shutting down most offenses, but also be scoring points on the other side of that. And I, 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 I don't have the same feeling you do, and I wonder if it's a personal problem because you had the same thing with the Caps when they were really good going yeah. to the playoffs. And you're like, I don't trust it. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. I don't believe it. I
1: just just feel like I can't believe you know like that that's such a thing in sports is Mm -hmm. like the this this feeling of belief like I I just I I I, want to I believe it when I see it that's my that's my thing and I mean like this regular season has been incredible and I don't see why I should have any reason to not believe that it will continue on in the playoffs I uh, the thing that really made me feel good about yesterday's game was I know we were going in with a lot of backups yeah yeah but it's nice to see that if for whatever reason something were to happen to somebody, it, I feel confident that the system and the game plans that have been put into place work with other players instead yeah. of the one. Like you know, there's a humongous difference between Lamar Jackson and RG three. I'm not saying that they're, the two of them are the same. We were talking about like how it you know RG three seemed to not have that extra second and a half mm-hmm. to two seconds that Lamar just seems to. Make happen. Well, like, that's not
0: really fair though, because Lamar's got that extra seventeen millimeters of Achilles tendon left. So well, true. you know. I, uh, but I'm
1: saying, <laughs> like, if you know, the if Lamar went out at halftime in a game or something like that, and yeah. we had a twenty point lead, like we've had at halftime at some games, I feel like. RG three isn't such a detriment to the team that we would worry about losing too much of that, you know, like, and this is why it feels weird. We could run the, we could run this, this ball all throughout the game and not even have to worry about the quarterback as much, even though the quarterback opens up the running game. Like it has, you know,
0: we have a system and we've never had a system before. Flacco goes out and Lamar comes in and two very different quarterbacks, one cannot run the system of the other. By the way, if we had Joe Flacco as a backup right now, that game would have been abysmal because there is no way that he can run the offense the way that Lamar has run that offense all year. Not that he would be a backup to Lamar. But it's you find a backup quarterback that matches. You find running backs in the second and third strings that look like your starters. So that, I mean, Justice Hill, you were saying yesterday, looked amazing. And it's faith. Now we are like, okay, so not only do we have Ingram at the start, but... If we need Justice Hill, if Ingram just needs to come in first and third downs, I got faith we could run it on second if we have yeah. to because we, we got Edwards,
1: we got Hill, we got all these people who make plays, uh, and and the defense has really come along. Like the, yeah. I think uh, when we started the season two and two, uh, which <laughs> seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah, the last time we uh, lost a game, mm. <laughs> we uh, it, the, there was a feeling like the defense just wasn't wasn't quite like rounded into shape. Hmm? Like we needed to figure our our our, our angles a little bit. Oh, well, they and needed an
0: emotional leader, and uh, they went out to Los Angeles and they <laughs> found one and brought him in.
1: So, and then he signed a rich contract extension, which uh, yes. good for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing too. It's like. You know, the Orioles, when they start looking good, you start getting worried because you're looking at the offseason. Like, it's going to be expensive. It's going to be expensive <laughs> when we get
1: there, and I'm not sure how this is oh, going to work man, out. Oh, man, Mark Trumbo is going to cost $6.5 million. This year.
0: <laughs> Chris Davis is going to cost us $67 million. <laughs> but, I like yo, we have the cap space. They've done very well at building a team and saying, you know what? Yeah, we want to keep this guy on. Let's give him an extension. He's done mm-hmm. really well. Um, our Our quarterback core... I would say that I think RG3 now has found a home, and, and every quarterback wants to start. Every quarterback wants to start. I think he has come to the realization after Cleveland he is not going to be a starting quarterback. So well, why you, not find a spot in a team where you can be in the rotation?
1: You know, I I wouldn't necessarily put it past uh, RG3 to get another opportunity you somewhere. Think? Well, I mean it's unlikely, but let me let me put it this way: there's a guy there's, who
0: threw twenty twenty two touchdowns and twenty one interceptions, and he replaced RG3. Yeah, I'm just saying. I,
1: I I my my point being that uh I think that the Ravens offense is going to be one of those things that teams suddenly try and do oh, themselves. Okay. And yeah. I feel like there's not many people who have the running and passing ability like an RG3. That's why mm-hmm. he makes it such an ideal backup for Lamar. Is oh. that he can fit into the same type of offense. And maybe if you're a team like, I don't know, I'm just throwing out some random name here, but Cincinnati, right? Yeah. And you're just like, well, we got a lot of playmakers. And maybe if we had more of a a pistol run type offense and you have RG3's legs to keep him honest, but he's a good quarterback and he knows what he's doing. Like, this could be a stopgap solution until we find the lamar and the draft like well like, listen cincinnati you're about to get a real good draft pick so uh <laughs> maybe spend that one i this mean uh, they're gonna get bros it's it, yes. it, it's the fate uh complete but i mean yeah. like it, it's uh it's just a thing to think about like somebody will just like when sean mcveigh like revolutionized offenses that one year with the uh, la here yeah and everyone was just like hey do you know sean mcveigh you're hired like it's going to yeah. be the same sort of thing with the Ravens offense. But makes
0: sense. Uh, Michael Vick was doing a little sideline reporting and I saw him stretching and I'm like, maybe does he think he could get back? Uh, Randall Cunningham uh, <laughs> stopped doing his. Uh, no, wait,
1: it was Rodney Pete that did the commercials.
0: for, <laughs> the <air grip> for <laughs> me, like, See, <laughs>
1: not a running quarterback. Rodney Pete was the was the, uh, uh, oh, the deep ball. I was <laughs> deep in for the Rodney <laughs> Pete reference. Rodney Pete was when you knew your racist football friends. Yes. Because he was not a running quarterback. Not whatsoever. And they're just like, if you saw, like, Rodney Pete running in and some friend of yours was just like, oh, man, they're going to start running the ball over the place. It's just like, you just saw a black man. and You assume things.
0: All right, Karen. I don't know. uh, By the way, Karen, uh, all the Karens in Baltimore, just shut the fuck up. Honestly, I don't. uh, If anybody didn't see the story, uh, Lamar the very giving man that he is recognizes that the reason he's not RG3 is because RG3 had a sieve for a front line in Washington, basically. And he had to run because he was running for his life on most plays. Lamar runs because after the 15 seconds in the pocket, he realizes nothing's (laughs) going to happen back here. I better just go for it. And he makes a run. So he bought Rolexes for Mm -hmm. his entire offensive line, which by the way, Usually,
1: usually the thing you do if you're a running back and you have a great line or a great season you usually buy something nice for the line
0: now uh aaron um i must say, judge not aaron judge aaron uh
1: green bay rogers rogers bought his line uh
0: rolexes and also bought them all atvs yeah and then shipped the atvs to a camp where he basically let them come out and camp with him for a week <laughs> after the season was over uh not a lot of Karen speaking up about that. So it makes me wonder, Also, what's uh, the
1: difference? Lamar has been doing remarkable things in charity. Yeah. Uh, and basically giving away his autograph for free as long as it goes to some worthy cause. So, uh, What more can you do? It's a, it's a real thinker. Yeah. It's I a I real wonder. thinker from the White House. I wonder. <laughs> hmm.
0: uh, anyway, I threw a, uh, a little reference out there to Baker Mayfield. One other thing I did want to point out yeah. is that Jameis Winston, who was... <laughs> the rock in which my fantasy team has built this year <laughs> <laughs> is the first quarterback in history to throw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in a season. And if that doesn't display who Jameis Winston is, I don't know what else does.
1: It just, it, it's like Brett Favre on steroids. Like it's really what Jameis is. Yeah. It's It's incredible. And, you know, I, 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 a lot of people say Lamar Jackson is uh, one of the most, like, can't-miss players out there. Mm-hmm. But when, when Jameis is actually – when the, the Bucks are on offense and Jameis is out there, it's hard to not watch because it is, like – it's like one of those compilation videos of fails and wins. Oh, yeah. And you don't know which one's coming is up. Is he going to throw it see. 70
0: yards in the air and then get a diving one-handed <laughs> completion? Or is he going to –
1: throw you it underhand see, you interception. see some guy on an ATV like handing <laughs> off a beer to a girlfriend and you're like this is gonna end badly and then it's like a perfect like flip and then he lands it and you're just like oh well, how'd that happen good for you <laughs> yeah
0: that's Jameis that's Jameis Winston but again if you're looking for entertainment Fantastic! (laughs) If you're looking for a quarterback for your fantasy team, not a great choice.
1: Speaking of fantasy, oh, that's right. Uh, Yes, somebody here. Here, I'll let you gloat. Go ahead. Somebody here won their first fantasy football championship in the uh, Posse League. (laughs)
0: But how many years have we been doing Posse League, by the way?
1: Four or five, something Uh, like that. Six.
0: Your previous girlfriend participated. Oh, that's right. It's got to be six or seven at this point. I think it was six. Yeah. Yeah. So overdue, if you ask me. Yeah. But Rachel's got the cup before you did.
1: Granted, I've my you know, here's the funny thing. Everyone was just like, oh, Rachel won the cup because of you, and I'm just like, Yeah, the guy who hasn't won a fantasy championship. What did I if I had all this great knowledge to embark, why would I why would I not have won at any point? She it's like it. the thing about like uh uh when you go to film school and it's just like uh you don't want to listen too closely to your teachers because they're the ones who can't actually get jobs in film. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh it's um So it's like take every piece of advice with a grain of salt and it's like uh
0: That meme from the <laughs> Avengers. Um I guide others to a treasure that I cannot possess. That's you. It's... But I mean, also I feel like she ignored just enough of your advice to keep from ruxing herself, which is what you continue to do year after year.
1: But now, <laughs>
0: look, know, what did you, you know, say? You, what did you say? You know what? You
1: know what? She also did like about four times this season, which, uh, uh it, it should be her lesson that she should stop asking me for advice. Just listen is, to you. And do no, it. no, no, no. Oh. She says she would, she would like look at her fantasy team and she'd just be like, uh, oh, God, all my wide receivers are injured. What should I do? Should I pick up a wide receiver? And then I pull up the fantasy app just at the same time, and I'm looking at available wide receivers, and I'm just like, oh, my God, Adam Thielen's available. How'd that happen? Pick up? It was just like, oh, well, there's some options on here, I guess. Don't trust anyone <laughs> do in you the like, fantasy league. Do you like Terry McLaurin? He's available.
0: <laughs> He's putting up a solid seven every week. He sounds like a number two receiver. Yeah, let's do that. Anyway, so... After well, wow, it's been since Rachel. Yeah. Do we bring the trophy west with us? Is that what happened?
1: Well, we yeah we brought the trophy with us, and then I found out some way of shipping it to the east coast. Right. Which now <laughs> Rob will have to figure out for me. In <laughs> so reverse. it's been
0: since we moved here that we that uh, we yeah, it's had a nice
1: it. trophy now though. So mm, it's been upgraded. Yes. Um. Yeah, but I'm very excited, and I would like to just point out one other thing for the record. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Yahoo when uh, we completed the draft gave me a D- and uh, everyone was uh, busting my balls for it and I said uh, let's just see how things turn out because they they Yahoo did not like things that I did during the draft like oh I don't know draft Lamar Jackson in like the 10th round so uh, I I'm feeling pretty confident that I I know a little bit better than what the Yahoo algorithm is turning back as far as a acceptable draft performance and
0: uh, I return to the thought that as you said in the pre-show meeting, I, I ended the season with everyone I drafted with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I moved players around during the weeks, but I never actually like made that many big moves.
1: There were, I mean, like there were a couple, like you know, I had to That's pick up a new defense. Yeah, from, yeah. You know, stealing Rachel's wide receivers, I get mm-hmm. that. yeah, yeah. but.
0: I think the thing you did this year is you didn't ruxen yourself by just <laughs> being like, I don't know, this guy looks like he might be injured. Let me drop him and then you pick up somebody who gets three points and
1: I, feel, I felt more like the universe was ruxing me. Like yeah, in the maybe. sense that I would like look at my thing and I'd just be like, Who I'm narrowly beating Rob this week and then I'd look on my bench and I'd have fifty three points from Will Full <laughs> bench and I'm just like, mm, mm. Would have been nice. Mm, yeah.
0: Um, I got in by the universe because the only quarterback left. Uh, because my work leak was about three guys who'd ever played uh <laughs> fantasy football before, and then a bunch of amateurs and not amateurs. Uh, a bunch of people who hadn't played before, because uh, we're all amateurs. Um, and so there's right, very few professional, professional football fancy. players. So by the end of uh you know round two, most of the quarterbacks were gone. <laughs> like people were drafting quarterbacks in round one and two, and I'm like. All right. Well, let's see what we got left. Uh, yeah. And then and I have a
1: load of running backs.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then your my number one running back, my number two running back, my number one wide receiver, and my number three wide receiver all on the IR. Uh, so that doesn't bode well for a good season when you got Jameis Winston in <laughs> quarterback. So picked up Carson Wentz midseason <laughs>
1: as a cover. And then you realize that he's throwing to the people who help move the equipment from city to city. <laughs> Apparently so.
0: <laughs> so it's just like, all right, which train wreck do I want to watch today? Well, James is more fun. Let's just put him in and see what happens.
1: Uh, so Well, Carson's playing against the Dolphins. I guess this will be an easy win. Nope. <laughs>
0: so the good news is that uh, the person who won was a previous fantasy football player. So I know that it was possible when we were discussing it today amongst the very few people who were there. And it's just like, you know, it's hard to play with people who haven't played before because I don't know, it's like it's like playing soccer with people who've never played before. And they grab it with their hands and they mm-hmm. want to be and you're just like, eh, you can't grab it with your hands. But when they drop it, they drop it right at their feet and then they kick yeah. it like it doesn't do any harm, but it gets in the way of you setting up the thing you were setting up. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. And the problem with the fantasy league, <laughs> the uh, posse fantasy league was I did just well enough, but not well enough. Yeah. That was the problem. Uh, and also, uh, I don't pay enough attention. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Thursday, ge- and, and we were on the West Coast. And sometimes yeah. I, Thursday the games sneak up on you. That's, uh, the that's Thursday sure. night game sneaks up and you look and you're like, oh, I have this person in my lineup. Oh, they played. Mm-hmm. Oh, three points. All right. We got to dig ourselves out of this for the rest of the weekend. And, you know, it just it is what it is.
1: That's why I like to do a cursory look at the schedule earlier in the week, just to align things to make sense.
0: Some of us have jobs. Well or no, maybe yobs. It might be a soft <laughs> J. I'm, I'm not saying sure, if you
1: look at if if on Monday when you're checking your score, right? Mm-hmm. You look at the, the schedule for the next week. Like I would put a player who's playing on Monday night into the flex spot. Mm-hmm. Just to mm-hmm. give myself more options for like you know like, oh, all of a sudden he's injured. I can move anyone into that spot, you know, like so there's, sometime during there's my... more strategic thinking that can go involved into looking at your lineup and just sort of oh. figuring out like sure. oh sure. I have this guy starting on Thursday that I started for a matchup. I should take him out and replace him with somebody else just so I'm like prepared.
0: So I'll remember So this. Thursday
1: doesn't sneak up on me and I got a person on by. Next
0: the... next season, sometime in my eighteen hour Monday, I will do that, <laughs> or my fifteen hour Tuesday, or yeah. my fifteen hour Wednesday, or my eighteen hour Thursday.
1: I will find Sounds like you're time. keeping a film schedule. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. good. I'll, I'll
0: find a little time to achieve. <laughs> Just my schedule. I'll be there on uh, Sunday afternoon. Like, all right, let's see what next week looks like. Uh, <laughs> let's get things set up here. But anyway, uh, so yes, congratulations on the win. Um, I'm just happy that uh, the trophy is going to be out here. That is yeah. nice. Um, and I'm also happy that inevitably you're going to have to find a way to ship that back to East Coast <coughs> next year. So good luck with that. I'll um, just pack it in my Okay. <laughs> For Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking two carry-ons. One, or <laughs> uh, t- two check bags. One's for the trophy yeah. and uh, for gifts on the way home. The other one's for clothes. So, <laughs> by the way, uh, we'll get it. Uh, I, if you want to talk a little bit about the, uh, you know, here's a good time. Well, let's wrap up uh, sports ball. Let me find the thing. That was my fault. Baby. So, uh, let's talk a bit about home. Trip home. Mm-hmm. So, uh. The only thing, eh, you know, home's great. Uh, Maryland was the same temperature as L.A., so we didn't really escape anything. That was There odd. was no
1: rain in Maryland. so And it <laughs> rained in L.A. And there was snow. Not like in L.A. proper, but like in the mountains and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, it reminded me of the first year we were here. Because mm-hmm. you guys went home, excuse me, but I didn't. Um, and it had rained like for two weeks before Christmas. Then it rained the entire time you guys were gone. And then, uh, yeah, not good. But uh, L.A. got some rain while we were gone. Yeah. But we didn't get Good. it in Maryland. So, yeah. And it was a balmy 60 degrees. And then it
1: rained right after I left. Like, yes. immediately after.
0: Yes. And apparently, like, snowpocalypse is heading towards East Coast right now. So. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Good luck. Um, but otherwise, uh, I literally, I, t- I tried something new this year. I did not reach out to anyone and say I was coming home. Yeah. I posted on social media. I'll be at home these dates. And it remarkably cut down on the amount of stuff I had to do mm-hmm. because I stopped feeling that guilt about reaching out to people and being like, "I'm only home like once or twice or maybe three times a year." I need to see everybody. Like, no, no, I've been in LA for going on in my fourth year now. You guys got to reach out to me when I'm home if you want to see me. Yeah, reach out to me. I, you know, I didn't even make it to the pub during Christmas. Oh my! But no, like, people were hitting me up, but we went to Baltimore on yeah. Friday night. Right. No one from Denton asked to go anywhere. So. I didn't. And, uh, you know who did ask to see me a lot?
1: Your family? Maxon. Maxon was just <laughs> like,
0: where's Uncle Rob all the time. So I hung out with Maxon most of the time. Uh, yeah, and with Roxy and showed her some of the, the sights of Eastern Shore, which, mm-hmm. uh, took about 40 minutes. And then, uh, we were done. <laughs> There's
1: a chicken farm right over there. That's about the tour.
0: <laughs> that's about it. Just that, just copy and paste about 40,000 times. And, uh, that's, uh, everything. But, uh, Made the plan to do Amazon shopping ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I was going to ship everything to the to the parents' house and have it waiting. I don't know if you guys heard me talk about my schedule just a couple seconds ago, but that did not work out as planned, unfortunately. So I uh, ended up doing some shopping, but uh, otherwise everything was fantastic until I had to check a bag mm. on the ride home.
1: The bro- which, The problem is Amazon has trouble getting out to the shore. Well, I mean, listen, it's uh, <laughs> Amazon Prime for the shore is about two weeks. You have,
0: uh, you have Prime Day, where it, you can choose to get all your packages delivered on one day. We have that, except for it's the only day that you can get stuff delivered to you, so you just got to time The 13th it right. is
1: Amazon Delivery Day here. That's when everyone, they come out here. Everyone get your deliveries ready. But uh, Someone's going to go to the big city and pick up all the packages and then bring them back. But
0: uh, we flew back Southwest, and they were lovely about having Carly on the flight with us, and uh, rode in, her, in Roxy's lap the entire ride. And then we got to LAX, where Southwest, which had nine flights arriving within an hour of each other, has two baggage carousels. Mm. Now, I usually travel carry-on only, which means I hit that door, and I'm gone. Yeah. But I wasn't able to do that this time. <laughs> I had two checked bags, and uh, Roxy had one checked bag, so we had to sit and wait. Flight arrived in a half hour early. And we left the airport on time because we waited for our bags to hit the carousel. So once again, LAX, you have let me down, and uh, I'm gonna be aiming for Burbank from now on. I didn't get to see the baggage carousels there, but I assume it's better no matter what.
1: I I would uh, I would also like to uh, do a quick uh, LAX related travel tip. Yes. Uh, because the they just broke ground on the people mover. By the way, did you hear that? I didn't, but <laughs> I
0: I uh, my uh, oh I heard it. I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah. The Uber driver. Or, I'm sorry, the car service driver who <laughs> picked us up from the airport uh, was just like, uh, yeah, so they, uh, he didn't call it people mover and he didn't call it train either. What did he call it? Uh, anyway, but he said. Tram they, or
1: light rail. Yeah, or the
0: tram, I think. They just started the tram and it's going to connect to the train. And I was like, is the train done? yet? he's like, well, no, the train's not done yet, but uh, it'll, it will end up where the train will be. So yeah. it'll be great. And I'm like, okay. So like New York, fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean like it, it, in in theory it's going to work out. You, if you took a so I I took the bus from LAX to or from yeah, from uh, Union Station to LAX. Mm-hmm. Uh which worked out fine. Uh and getting back was okay too. It was only yeah. like a half hour wait for the bus. But also the Sunday after Christmas, so a busy travel day
0: and less hours, which seemed weird to me. I don't know why is the the uh, flyaway doing less hours during a busier. I think season?
1: they, I think they're just trying to make promises on certain hours, but they were running extra buses. Oh, maybe that's that what was it looked it. like okay. to me. All right, maybe because maybe they had like so. private buses that were going around too. Hmm. Um, but hmm. mm, whatever. Yeah, uh, it it worked out pretty well. But I will look forward to that to that train because. If there's anything that I learned from me trying to get out of town on Friday when my original flight was to leave, or Thursday, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Thursday when my original flight was to leave, it was that uh, nothing can be done when there's an hour and 45 minutes worth of traffic to get you from the highway to the airport, which is what, like two miles maybe? Not even that. Uh I mean, realistically,
0: at like four in the morning
1: where there's no traffic, if that we, is a two minute ride. If we left right now for the airport, it is nine o'clock Pacific time right yeah. now. If we left uh and we had the fast pass to get us down the one I mean, it wouldn't really matter that much. But it would probably take about twenty ish minutes to get down to that point. Yeah. And then it would probably take another twenty to get from the highway to the terminal uh, I mean, ish. a little high traffic. It's still a little high traffic time, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't be smooth sailing, but you would mm-hmm. be continuously moving. An hour and 45 there is like completely- uh, 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 Rachel, God love her, has the sort of mind that just spirals out of control sometimes, where oh, it's yes. just like, yeah. well- We have to be at the airport. We have to be there at 5 o'clock for our 10.30 flight because what if we start to leave and you have a heart attack and then we need to spend three hours in the hospital and we're going to miss our flight if we don't factor that time in. And it's Mm -hmm. just like the worst thing that happens is we just get there five hours early and we wait. And I'm just like that to me is like uh, I've lost if I'm waiting at the airport for too long, you know. And
0: I I do say I encourage both of the girls to
1: listen to me closely. Get a hobby. (laughs) Because the idea that any that but the fact, the fact that we away. the fact that we we uh, the part of the factoring was it would take no longer than an hour to get from the highway to the terminal. Yes, and then that took an hour and forty five minutes. Which yes. Was just like my brain just exploded. I was just like, what, uh, "There's nothing that could be done." Like,
0: oh, and do you have anything to say to a, a certain Twitter account out there?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the reminder. No, I, I meant to call them too, and now I get an opportunity to just do it on the podcast. So get ready for a special "fuck you" flight LAX stats. like fly LAX stats. I just got so worried. I was in the middle of a stroke when I. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers were. Uh, they they send out uh, once every like twenty minutes or t- uh, fifteen minutes or something like that. Updates on like how long it's gonna take for certain things to happen. It was every ten that night. Every Every ten, okay. (laughs) So you get a tweet about like the parking situation, like these many spots are available in these certain lots. You get one about the security, where it says like you know (sighs) the check-in time for regular TSA is thirty to forty minutes, and for TSA pre, it's ten to twenty, or blah blah blah. Why would
0: pre-check matter to you, Corey?
1: Oh, I'm pre-checked now, so uh, Mm. (laughs) apparently it didn't end up on all Rob's lists. (laughs) The uh, either that or they just want to keep me in pocket. Just keep it closer. Eye. No,
0: I, so what you misunderstand is yes. Now, now they have you, and now they know <laughs> you've given them all the information they need. And eventually, when I do whatever may happen, I'm gonna have to cut everyone out, including. Well, you.
1: I did no. just put a direct link to the podcast on what I did for a job. So,
0: Boom.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, this doesn't end horribly. And the door comes in. All right. Yeah. The. Uh, but they were saying, what was it, like 20 minutes or something like that? 10, 10 to 20 minutes? When I got here,
0: well, let me go back to the two shot. Because I, I don't <laughs> want to take over your rant. But when we when I got here, it was still saying 10. And the one thing I was watching all night long was like, all right, I'm running a little late. But it's still 10 minutes from the 105 yeah. to the terminal. So we're good. Because with the Fast Pass, we're going to get there in 20, 20 minutes. Yeah, Not a problem. Not a problem. 10 minutes from one oh five to the terminal, fantastic, didn't change, it did not change, while we were sitting in fucking traffic, yeah, sorry, go ahead,
1: I just, I, and then I got up to the, to the Alaska, like, you know, like, we got, the flight was supposed to depart at 10.30, we got up to the thing at, like, 10.05, she couldn't release our, our boarding passes, so it made no sense to, like, make a run for it, <laughs> I still think we could have made it, hypothetically, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't even entertain the thought. I, I
0: Here's the other thing, by the way, not to interrupt you again. I guarantee you, and I told you this. Yeah, they gave away my tickets. Oh, yeah. they absolutely gave away my seats. Somebody was on standby, and they were like, well, this guy didn't check in by 10 o'clock. Let's well, go and that's the other the thing. Like,
1: uh, because, because we were flying with Carly across to the East Coast... I think that they wouldn't let us online check in for the flight back home because they wanted to make sure we didn't have Carly there. Yeah, yeah. And because of that, I had to, I, I had to make like that mental note of like, all right, well, I got to show up earlier than I planned just so they don't give away my fucking seat. Yeah. So th- Alaskan
0: is great. It is my preferred airline. Yeah. But this makes me kind of not want to fly them anymore. The only thing I hate more than this story is the jet blue nonsense, but that was my own fault. So, yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I, I, I just got to say, it, it, there's no point. It, it's just like when they, they introduced LA exit, uh, to, like for like the Uber pickups and stuff like that. There's this new thing, like right off of like one of the extended parking lots, is now a, a place where you can uh, pick up your Uber ride from the airport. Uh, and there's like food trucks and like. Have to,
0: not can't. Have to. Yeah. Have to pick it up.
1: Yeah. You have to go to this lot where all the Ubers are going to get your get your ride. Uh, they have food trucks to try and keep people happy and like a musical festival or whatever mm-hmm. else nonsense the LA people want <laughs> to like keep themselves happy and entertained while they're waiting for their car. By the way, sorry again. No, it's just interrupting. <laughs> and again. then just pay seventy bucks to get home <laughs> at the end of it all.
0: I, I love that the one thing people complained about was, you know, I got off my flight and usually I can get an Uber and get home in half an hour. Yeah. So I don't think bathroom before i leave but then this clusterfuck happened and i gotta walk over to l to or take a train or a a shuttle shuttle yeah over to lax it and then i gotta wait a half hour for the car to get there and then my half hour trip home so i just really need a bathroom there something that i can you know use to to bide my time and they went from we need bathrooms to like let's make this what's the thing in the desert every year God, oh,
1: burning man so let's make it
0: burning man like we got food trucks we got water need water we got water and we got bathrooms and uh there's a performer and uh you know post Santa malone was. at lacks it this weekend like literally it is <laughs> not maybe not post malone but like they do they have performers out there and i'm like we all people were asking for was a bathroom and like <laughs> typical la style they overreact and do this whole thing and by the way the food trucks are taking up spots where ubers can come and park and pick you <laughs> up
1: Anyway. Oh, my God. One of these days, we'll get a real airport. I don't know what the... Oh, and the saddest thing.
0: (laughs) Did you fly out of BWI? Yeah. I just see that airport, and I'm like, this is built for LA traffic. This airport is built for LA traffic because train comes directly to the airport itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, The long-term parking isn't from the highway. Like, you don't have to get down off 105 to get in there. The whole loop system is made around BWI, and at least we're not in the damn uh one single road going in you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's the loop is there and yes it's the one road right up into the terminal but there are so many different ways to get up in there i just feel like it's made for for way more traffic and as we're going to talk about in a moment if you guys could just stop murdering each other <laughs> maybe more people would move and come visit there
1: it feels like there's a lot it's a lot easier to get to the airport too because it's less people i mean maybe it could be i mean that that's that's certainly of it. I mean, like, you know, I, I keep saying to myself, like, when I, whenever I fly out of Dulles, I'm just like, wow, this is such an easy experience to like get in and out of this airport. And then yeah. I think, oh yeah, but it, it also handles like one tenth the traffic of BWI. So yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, LAX, I mean, is probably one, one well, tenth it's, like, of what, the LAX, fourth
1: I mean. largest airport in the world yeah, or something like yeah. that. So it I just, mean, like, there's nothing you can really. And
0: and as I pointed out to Roxy while we we're there, I'm like, BWI had the benefit of being a small airport way outside of town that just mm. kind of like had room to grow and like bought, bought the area around it and grew bigger. LAX was like already in the city. Yeah. Uh, and then it was like, all right, we need to expand. Uh, let's connect to that highway too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's make a tunnel under the airport
1: well i mean like I, I, it seems like the the problem with la is that they didn't think ahead like it, it, it's like for anything. it's like it's like you you start your sim city and you just build like the little town square and then all of a sudden you're just like well yeah of course i need a stadium and then you're just like oh this takes up a lot of space where's free space <laughs> englewood okay sure Put it there. Put it over here. And then you don't think about all the traffic you're causing by having your stupid stadium in (laughs) Inglewood. Much the same as like you're just like, Oh, all of a sudden all of a sudden we went from this small little Pueblo to one of the biggest cities in North America. We need an international airport. Mm. I wonder where we can put this monstrosity.
0: Let's put it right next to the (laughs) ocean
1: where it can't get any bigger. (laughs) We'll put it right by this highway that always seems to be backed up. That's no a good problem idea. in the world that's a good idea
0: um and you know uh, comparing it to sim is great because you know the first thing i build when it immediately becomes available an airport well no a subway system <laughs> that connects most of the city to each other in a way that makes goddamn sense
1: <laughs> i'd like to imagine just being a fly on the wall for the la city meeting like way back when when they could have started building the mm, the, the 60s yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah even further back than that like in the the 30s or 40s like we knew what subways were at that point yeah and they could have gotten an early start on it and they could have said you know like oh you know what if we if we do it now that it'll make a lot of sense for the future mm-hmm. some guy in the back of the room was like fuck the future the future's now
0: i think uh there was a guy in the back whose name was uh <laughs> definitely uh fenry fenry horde and uh he was just like
1: john charles studebaker <laughs>
0: gentlemen listen This is a city for cars. It's not a city for trains. We don't need no subways. Highways. That's the future. How many lanes we got? Four? Make it eight. It'll be
1: fine. Yeah. Highways. It won't fill up quicker.
0: And now my two-mile ride to work is a (laughs) 35-minute trip. Anyway, thanks, John Paul (laughs) Sudebaker, or whoever you are. Uh, anyway, so to make sure we have time to get to it, uh, let's skip on down to what I mentioned there to the Baltimore corner. Guy always to the Baltimore corner
1: where you get the straight
0: dope. I always jump that. I don't know why. I, it takes so long to load. That's the problem.
1: So uh yeah. we <laughs> there. Uh, there just so happened to be a lot of things that happened in Baltimore for this past week. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> So should we start in order or should we start with the big ticket items?
0: I mean, like here, off the top, the top thing, Corey has been saying for, I don't know, every year, every episode of this podcast, don't get in the harbor. It's a bad idea. <laughs> by the way, it's a uh, swimmable and fishable by 2020, which by my calculations is tomorrow. Two days from now. <laughs> oh yeah. Two days from now as we record it tomorrow as you're listening. Um, and last week, a woman fell into the harbor and died. Yeah. So, I'm not thinking Swimmable Fishable by 2020 is going to...
1: Wouldn't it be hilarious if it was Stephanie Rawlings-Blake? <laughs> I mean, it would be I better didn't, if... I didn't get a name. I'm just hoping it was done. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm going to prove these motherfuckers wrong. <laughs> Start jumping in the water. I've Fuck made a grievous <laughs> error. I've made a grievous <laughs> error. Somebody get me out of here. <laughs> uh anyway so so <laughs> she gets pulled out she's like a three-eyed fish like in the simpsons <laughs>
0: like, don't swim. don't get in the harbor Do, the inner harbor is not meant for humans to be in get in a paddle boat if you want to get close to it why would you i don't understand that either it's not nice water it's like i can take a view of the domino sign from you know pier five i don't need to get in the water and take a picture of it i
1: don't the, the the thing that makes me nervous i mean like i to, I, I don't like being on boats to begin with, I sort of have this thing like I would, I would very much like to be able to somehow get back to shore if something went awry. Mm-hmm. And if you're on like a cruise ship, or you're like, you know, just enough to stay off the coast, like you know, you're 12 or 14 miles out or mm-hmm. whatever, like that's too long to swim back in the and, ocean.
0: And uh, remind uh, the listeners out there why a lifeboat's not an option.
1: I mean, it could be, but then you're getting on, you're getting from the bigger, safer boat to the smaller, less safe version of the same boat.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So.
1: I'm just saying, I I, I like why to keep my options. Why would I get option? onto a smaller boat when the bigger <laughs> I've been, boat's sinking? I've been on, I've been on uh, a dinghy going across the inner harbor. Yeah, that was uh, a little a little terrifying for me. You take the water taxi. I've taken the water taxi. I don't like the water taxi. Yeah, and most of the reason why is because it, the the swimming back to shore is just completely off the table if this boat sinks. Eventually if it's a skeleton crawling its way up, if on for whatever truck. reason I'm taking the water taxi to try and save a little time to fell's point and it runs over some floater and <laughs> the thing starts sinking, then it doesn't matter how good I am at swimming back to shore. It doesn't matter if the <laughs> the swim from the aquarium to <laughs> the Baltimore visitor center is a perfectly reasonable amount of distance. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm dead. <laughs> Here's the good news. Uh by twenty twenty five you might be able to walk across the
1: who <laughs> <though>. who
0: knows. <laughs> <laughs> Swimmable fishable. This year, I
1: yeah. I I'm terrified of throwing my cigarette in the harbor because I'm worried that the water will catch fire. <laughs> It'll turn
0: into that mine that just never goes <laughs> out and continues to burn forever. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, the only Ooh. place. How about this is an idea. Okay. We just put a plexiglass layer over the entire harbor and then mm-hmm. people could just walk across it and like look at the water below and then we don't actually have to do anything.
0: To be fair, there's no wildlife that's gonna die from a lack of oxygen underneath.
1: Yeah, I mean so... we'll we'll get a, a couple trash wheels to like funnel the oxygen in, you know? Oh, I, hey, how about this? We'll finally
0: make it clean by having the trash wheels go under the plexiglass and clean the thing out.
1: It'll just be like a little, sk- like one of the pool skimmers. The pool skimmer, <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: All right, here's the thing. He ran for mayor a couple years ago. I'm thinking maybe this is your year. Maybe you should move back and go run for mayor because that is a brilliant idea if I've ever heard one. Mr. Trash Wheel, only it moves this time. <laughs> Elect me.
1: I have lots of great ideas.
0: Here's the thing. Uh, We're going to take some money from the police budget and we're going to buy a thousand pool skimmers and we're just going to let those bad boys loose on the inner harbor. Uh, And uh, while that's happening,
1: plexiglass. across the whole thing. I I sent my dad down there this weekend. He got that thing with the pH levels Ah. and he shook it and he was just like, this shit needs more chlorine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Goes over to a manhole cover, lifts it up, just Just dumps it. pour it in. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh. Oh, yes sir you can't dump there it goes right to the water i know it's, it's exactly chlorine <laughs> tried to prick. what are you doing uh by the way this
0: doesn't sound at all like an all ice the, world
1: all the mutant fish they're crawling out of it like what are you doing to us
0: <laughs> Or they grow legs you never know we're just pushing adaptation uh but anyway the only place that is less safe than the inner harbor is apparently standing on a corner near the <laughs> inner harbor on the ground <laughs> oh wait here uh I got one of those Mary, uh, Mary,
1: Mary. <laughs> Kills. Be- how many people? How many people have died from the water? Like five. How yeah. many people have died from the land? Like hundred forty-four <laughs> this year. And by the way, a triple shooting
0: tonight. Uh, waiting to hear the results of that. And another shooting earlier today. So that could be as high as three fifty. By the time this, you hear this. Oh my God. Um, here's the thing. Mary, here's
1: a merry Fuck Kill. <laughs> Half a million people, by the way, in the city of Baltimore. Yeah. Eight yeah. million in the city of New York. Yeah. So if we were to do the math here, that's 16 times the population. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So shall we say 350 for a Call nice round number? Yeah. 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 So that's 700 per 1 million. Yep. So seven times eight, that's 45, no. 56. Fifty six, yeah, fifty six hundred murders.
0: Fifty six. I said 560, <laughs> five hundred sixty. Sorry, fifty six hundred murders. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we
1: literally were just watching the Wire, where they did the same math, and it was four thousand murders a year. Yep. and now we're up to fifty six hundred if we had New York's population. Yes. Good job. I don't, yeah. And you know what? I I uh I I think I know generally what to what to blame for this whole situation Mm -hmm. it's the fact that nobody gives a fuck anymore at all about anything
0: Well, see but that's the chicken and the egg thing though does nobody give a fuck because of all the murders or are there all the murders because nobody gives a fuck
1: no i think that i think the fact that and uh, i'm gonna sound like fucking martin o'malley talking broken windows policing here (laughs) but if we're people have learned that they won't get in trouble for a murder. And because people know that they won't get in trouble for a murder, they're like, oh, I won't get in trouble for anything less than a murder as well. So there's people, like, I, I've never seen just the, uh, like, jaywalking and people running out in the middle of the street in Baltimore, like, have when I was back home. And I, it's not a crime I care about. It's It's not like I'm like, we need to have jaywalking protection units going around town or nothing like that. But you can just, like... Basically, get the feel of the city by saying everyone's just sort of like "fuck it," it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like I can do whatever I want. They, they don't have time to worry about jaywalking. When we came, so up, I can just do it. When we came up. I
0: circled uh, Canton twice because I said I am not parking more than a block from the bar area because the likelihood that my car gets broken into just for no reason goes up exponentially once people aren't walking past my car every two minutes. So I circled and circled, and finally the car pulled out. I pulled in. Great. I'm right across from the bar. Fantastic. And then I got a little nervous when we walked to the other end of Canton. I'm like, I can't see the bar. I can't see my car from the bar. There's going to be a problem. (laughs) Uh, I can't see anything because you brought us to a small space with a thousand people in it. (laughs)
1: Crazy people. I didn't do that. Yeah. (laughs) I just heard the suggestion. Everyone's just like, hey, we're going to (laughs) Southern we're going to southern provisions and i'm just like sure and then i walked in there i'm like this can't be legal now why are we here <laughs> let's go why are we still walking to the back of the bar are we going to walk all the way in and walk right back out you're damn right we I are don't, i don't want to uh, you know i i don't want to be the person who just shoves his way through a crowd but yeah. when there's literally a thousand people in what's glorified apartment like a two-bedroom apartment yeah like it's you're giving me very little options now wait they did
0: take down the middle wall, so it's a space of a two-bedroom apartment, but there's no walls blocking But anything. then there's bars blocking. <laughs> yeah, and then, by the way, first people to arrive at the back beat us there by probably three minutes because we were meandering through the crowd and had not even seen a bartender yeah. to start ordering a drink. And I'm like, why is this an idea? Why are we doing this to ourselves? I'm 35. I'm past this i don't want to have to fight somebody here tonight, and I'm going to tell you I will fight somebody here tonight.
1: All right, so let's get back to Sorry, uh, yeah. the murders here. Got
0: some statistics. Let's go yeah. through these. This is interesting.
1: 81.7% uh, of victims had criminal records. 163 uh, had been shot before. 44% had prior gun crime arrests. And the clearance rate for the Homicide Department this year was 32.1%. Uh, compared to 43.4% last year. Explain the clearance rate. For uh, me. Easy way of thinking about it is uh, number of murders that there are in a year is your, your uh, divisible number. And then the number of them that you can clear in the sense that you have found who you believe to be the reasonable suspect for the murder. Mm-hmm. So uh, if there's only one murder so far, I murder Rob, yes. right? And they figure it out pretty quickly that it's me. And they charge me with the murder, mm-hmm. uh, and they can say that their clearance rate on this one murder is one hundred percent. Right. If there's another one that comes along and they don't solve it, it's fifty percent. Right. Uh, but this, this, it doesn't matter if like I go to court and the whole case gets thrown out on a Brady violation or something like that, because right. they, in their mind, they reasonably solved that case. Yeah. And what's the conviction rate right now on like major crimes brought to? Brought to court, it's like five like, percent. I I, I could have swore I saw something where it was like anywhere between five and ten percent. Yeah.
0: So and it, the number is skewed because they will plead down and mm-hmm. then call it case closed. So it's like, all right, this is a class A felony. We got him to plead to a class E felony. We charged we him. Call that. We
1: charged him with murder, and we ended up having a plea bargain for manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that doesn't count against the. The overall cap or something. Yeah. So the, the conviction. Well, I mean, even
0: worse. Uh, we got grievous bodily harm with a firearm. Yeah. Which is eight to fifteen instead of life. Right. And that's a win. We're gonna call that a win. So uh, good to go. Let's close
1: that case up. Um, the other the other side of this is that uh, uh, part of part of said clearance. Like there there is a way of. Uh, uh, it's red, black, green, blue are the colors that they usually use for yeah. the the board, right? I'm trying to remember from the wire. Yes, <laughs> red is <sighs> red or black is unsolved. Green is down. Uh, and no, no, black is down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and blues are like the like this is solved, but we can't charge.
0: Yeah, we we know who did it, but there's no evidence to actually go for. it. Or we went to the state's attorney and they said there's you don't have enough. Or right. we can't get you the thing you need. Like. We know that the murder weapon's in this house. Yeah, but how are we going to get in the house?
1: Right. Okay. Or since since we figured out who it was, that guy has been shot and killed. Oh, yeah. Like That's another option. That uh, happens like, a lot more sometimes. Uh, we would charge him, but he's dead now, so there's and, no reason to. Unfortunately,
0: the guy who shot him, also dead. Uh, <laughs> so we're looking for that third guy. Uh,
1: Checking the morgue first. Anyway, if you're taking out the blues, which are the, uh, we kind of solved the murders. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at a clearance rate in the twenties. Yes. So if you're looking at a clearance rate in the twenties, and you're looking at a conviction rate, you know, again, high end of the spectrum, ten percent. Yeah. But let's say. So hmm. let's see here. Twenty percent of the three hundred and fifty murders. Mm-hmm. So we got sixty ish, sure. sixty three people, and wait, then we
0: twenty percent of the three hundred and fifty would be 70. 70, 70
1: Yeah, and then we're actually convicting. 10% of those, so 7.
0: Oh, see, I was doing the math of like it was 5% of all the murders, but no, it's 5% of the charged murders. Yeah, yeah that's
1: right. Yeah. So, yeah, 7. We spent a lot of money on seven murder convictions? Yep. Is that? <laughs> Link is
0: But to be fair, <laughs> the problem is fixing itself cuz you took the blues <laughs> off the board and those are ones who got murdered after they murdered somebody.
1: So, you They know. did our job for us. Uh... <laughs> Street justice. (laughs) We took away the death penalty. They did it themselves. Fair enough. I mean, you
0: got to do what you got to do. But yeah, uh, I said before, and I stand by it, Baltimore is essentially a third world country. Um, Poverty, joblessness, violence, fear amongst people. Mm -hmm. And not just, I mean, it's not even just fear in the community. It's like, uh, oh, I'm going to insulate myself over here in uh, South Baltimore in my own little space you get to be afraid, too, everybody gets to be afraid because I got a car, and I can take my violence wherever I want to take it
1: well I, and you know this is this is a, a part of what's leading me to the next thing here, which is uh uh the spy plane
0: Oh, before you get into that yeah I just want I wonder if anyone has done an analysis of the police data that was offered in Robocop to see how bad the city of Detroit was when they went. With the RoboCop program.
1: Yeah, like, uh, what what scared the people of 1980s Detroit to yes. write the... Well, I
0: think it actually is 2010s Detroit, yeah. but it was shot in the 1980s. Well,
1: I know, but I mean, like, the the uh, by that logic, you would have to take the numbers of 1980s Detroit... Yes, okay. ...and then, like, accelerate it slightly. Like, they would probably be saying to themselves, like, well, if crime got 20% worse than it is right now, then how that that would be acceptable be for a RoboCop program.
0: I just want to know... Because there is a presentation at the beginning of RoboCop where he says, like, you know, crime, major crime is up and murder is up. And this is the only thing we can do to get it down. Yeah. I want to know what was the statistic that they were at that (laughs) they then projected out and said, this is where we need a RoboCop. Yeah. And the question for you is this. If we're going to spend a billion dollars on cops in the city of Baltimore, Mm -hmm. is it time for RoboCop? Is it time to go for RoboCop? And is Sean Souter available? Because I feel like
1: <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. It was beautiful. Was that a bad taste? No, I don't even no. know. No, that was a that was a uh, to call back our conversation before we walked in. That was a Nancy Pelosi move, and I uh, didn't ah! see it coming. Yes. I didn't see it coming, so uh, you snuck one past the goalie. Just as a reminder,
0: God, I hope not. <laughs> just as a reminder, uh, Sean Suter was murdered by the Baltimore Police Department, and uh, much like Murphy from Robocop was murdered by uh, well, he was murdered by criminals who were directed by the police yeah. department. But good cop murdered by other cops, billion dollars being spent on a program. I think we are ripe. For a RoboCop program.
1: Fast, fast forward to this time a year from now, after the RoboCop program has been working spectacularly, <laughs> Karen writes an, an op-ed to the Baltimore Sun saying, I don't really like it when it says freeze dirtbag, because that's making insinuations about the character of the person that he's speaking of, and we should treat everyone with respect. First of all. And base every interaction on the type of interaction that the person who's being stopped would want. You listen, you know Karen is gonna complain because the only person he's gonna be
0: saying freeze dirtbag to are not people Karen cares about being called a dirtbag. She calls them worse things in her garage while she drinks beer and dunwalk. So freeze,
1: freeze dirtbag, drop the <laughs> drop the the window cleaning fluid.
0: Oh God, can we use Robocop to finally get rid of these squeegee kids once and for all? Karen will back that program. How do we get the billion dollars for the Robocop program? Uh he can stop the squeegee kids? <laughs>
1: Approve. <laughs> anyway so yes uh pew's gonna sign that one through a pneumonia soaked rag
0: <laughs> but uh yes baltimore is willing to try crazy things to try and start, start uh stop crime including things that may violate your rights like robocop or <laughs> a plane which tracks you at all times day and night i don't uh...
1: okay so a couple things about this uh for those who are uninitiated uh uh, some uh, there's something called a news dump. If you have bad news that you don't want people digging into that much, you usually drop it on like a Friday because people don't usually read the paper on Saturday. That was the logic of how that worked. Uh and See, any extends season of extends Western, beyond for an explanation. <laughs> of this extends book. beyond the idea of like the paper news cycle that we used to go through because people don't watch TV on Saturdays, people don't like usually take in news on Saturdays. It's it you're done with your week, you're trying to take a Saturday to Go to Sam's Club and buy all the stuff, you know, like, and go out to dinner and go to the park or do whatever you got to do. That's why you got to
0: get your news from Twitter, because Twitter is 24 (laughs) hours a day, seven days a week. Never sleeps.
1: But the people who you would get this news from on Twitter usually aren't working on Fridays either. So that's the.
0: There's a flaw in the system.
1: Exactly. So uh, (laughs) Baltimore Police Commissioner uh, Michael Harrison had a news conference on Friday before Christmas Hmm. to announce that they have a pilot program for the spy plane. Uh, all the questions in regards to it had nothing to do with uh, exactly how is this legal Mm -hmm. even though technically the way that this is legal is because it's not the baltimore police department which is in charge of it Mm -hmm. it's a corporation which is in charge of it and because the baltimore police department is just merely asking for information from it it's the same thing as like uh to put it into a drug parallel it's like you gave the money to rob but i gave you the product and how is Rob supposed to know that I was going to give you drugs? Like you just gave him money out of kindness of your heart. And then you just happen to get drugs from somebody else. It's karma. I think the
0: better equation is (laughs) that when this all goes awry, we can run different directions and they can't catch the drugs and the money with the same person. That's the important thing.
1: Right. Or they don't get pictures of you doing the whole interact. yeah. Yeah. There's no handoff. Exactly. There's, there's nothing that ties it all together. Baltimore Police uh, Department,
0: learning <laughs> lessons wherever they can, including
1: <laughs> the crime in their own city. Thank you. Uh, this is a terrible idea. Uh, ways you know that this is a terrible idea. Uh, Harrison announced during that press conference that he was going to have many community meetings available immediately mm-hmm. for uh, people who might have questions. I called up the commissioner's office multiple times this <laughs> past week, asking when a... Uh, a community meeting was going to happen because i would have liked to have attended one Mm. if there was one that happened on monday or something like that i would have been there yeah i would have gone anywhere in the city to go find this meeting but none are scheduled Hmm. none what none whatsoever not even like well we're talking about getting one going in the middle of january but nothing's tied down it's like no there's been no discussion about any community meetings in regards to this he
0: said what at the press conference (laughs) (laughs) oh uh, yeah, we are working on that.
1: The other one, uh, City Solicitor Andre Davis, <laughs> uh, uh, decided to quit last week after the announcement was made. Not a good sign. Uh, saying that he's run out of fuel. Not uh, a good sign. He left a, a district court job. Ge- uh, he was a district court judge, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. Which, by uh, the way,
0: lifetime appointment. Didn't he have left, to ever leave that job. He
1: left his lifetime appointment to try and help fix the city and do it. Uh, the idea being that uh, you get a judge on board. And you can find somebody who can think like a judge and like the legalities of Mm -hmm. things and how to make it work. And if this guy's running out of fuel, (laughs) trying to keep up with the schemes of the Baltimore Police Department, I don't even want to know. Uh, This is not. uh, uh, Let me make one more parable for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, When a kid is on the naughty list, Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't get the presents that he wants. Uh, The Baltimore Police Department has been on the naughty list for quite a long time, and we are decided to give them a fucking airplane. I, You know, everyone is upset about the murder rate. I'm upset about the murder rate. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see people die. I would like to see the Baltimore Police Department go on and become an important part of the community going forward and helping helping people. It says right on the side of the thing to protect and serve. Mm -hmm. I would love if that started happening, but it's just... you, we cannot give them things if they are not willing to do the job. We talked about the, the kind of uh, foot that we would be able to put on the FOP's neck after the gun trace task force stuff. Yeah, you'd think like how think. City Hall could have literally just walked into the FOP number three lodge and uh, just b- asked for anything. Mm-hmm. And if they were if they were thinking clearly, they would have been able to get a king's ransom in some sort of negotiation. But instead, they've squandered it all. We think to ourselves, the only way that we're going to get past this is if we pay police more. Well, hey, listen. Top 20 people, uh, top 20 highest earning people in the city, uh, like fucking 18 of them are cops with overtime. And not like murder police with overtime. It's like people who are checking parking tickets with overtime. The CBA, though,
0: is up for renegotiation in 2021. And if we're lucky, mm -hmm. the mayor, the new mayor, may be one of them. And by one of them, I mean Sheila Dixon gets reelected and it's a criminal (laughs) negotiating with criminals. And then maybe we'll really be getting someone who knows
1: all the tricks. Yeah. See how it works.
0: She leans over the table and like, can I interest you in a Target gift card? (laughs) No. okay. that's all I got. I don't know what to do.
1: I want a hard reset on the mayor's race. I really do. (laughs) Like,
0: well, remember, this is the special election. This is not even the election. We're wasting all this energy. To get a special election? No, no, no. Is it the November election? Yeah. I thought it was like a, a February election. Mm-mm. Are you sure?
1: Yeah, I think you're thinking of the primary.
0: Oh well, that is the only election. Uh, yeah. I, I suppose so. Unless you go, but home it's and not run February. Through. I don't think it's, no, it's, March. it's when it's, it's when March. the uh, Super uh, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. March, March 5th or March 17th, something like that. Mm-hmm. But listen, that means that there's an opening for you to go home and run as a Republican. <laughs> and If I know anything about Maryland, the Republicans got a
1: strong <laughs> chance in the city of Baltimore. Just, I would just go around being like, hey, Baltimore, I'm a Republican. Like wait, Larry wait, H- wait, 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 wait. Go. Oh, okay. Hey, Baltimore, I'm a Republican like Larry Hogan is a Republican. Uh, I don't do all the scary things you don't like, and I do all the scary things you don't know about. <laughs> but trust me, I'm the right person to turn this whole thing around, because uh, at the end of the day, these are your other choices. Vote for me, Cory Baker, Mayor of Baltimore.
0: And also, I'm going to lower the tolls at the Bridges and Tunnels by half. We'll raise them up by the end of my term, but I will lower them at first. And I'll give you Christmas Eve off. You're
1: welcome. And all your schools will lose all their off days. Bye. (laughs) By
0: the way, that uh, after Labor Day thing is going to look real dumb when they get a lot of snow this year and they're going to school in
1: July. I was... I was uh, talking to Chris uh, about that, who was a school teacher, mm-hmm. and uh, he was basically like, "Yeah, this plan doesn't make any sense," and I'm just like, "Oh, interesting, a plan that doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense." Yes. <laughs> Where- Wherever did Maryland come up with this?
0: <laughs> well, so we are already running long, but I do want to touch on a couple of the other things.
1: The most important thing. Real quick, before yeah. we oh, sorry, before ahead. we yeah. wrap up, I, I did want to uh, share this David Simon quote. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. To wrap up the Baltimore corner, if you will. Go ahead. Uh, this is the crux of it. If you can shoot someone today with impunity, you are going to go down to a corner and do it again and again. If the deterrent has collapsed, then 340 murders a year should shock no one uh that is very well said because that is exactly how i feel about this whole thing the deterrent is gone nobody fears the idea of going to jail over any of this stuff nope and uh yeah welcome to baltimore happy 2020 everybody (laughs) (laughs) the
0: baltimore corner where you get the straight dope even more than usual really (laughs) even more than usual Hmm. I wonder when uh, when do they start the new Amsterdam project? When does that come
1: <laughs> in? <clears throat> Let's just contain I'm, the violence. I'm just about place. to get up to it on the Wire. my rewatch of The Wire. Oh, I, that's right. Yeah, you are. Well, because mm-hmm. I, I, we were staying so close to the docks. I, yeah. was, I was like, I, I should watch the docks season while I'm here. And well, I'm staying looking so close for things to, to fall asleep to.
0: By staying so close to the docks, you mean you were in Dundalk? I was in Highland Town.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That's right, <laughs> Highland Town. That's
0: yeah. right. Yeah, I forgot you weren't staying uh, in Dundalk. Did you make yeah. any visits out to Dundalk?
1: Yeah, many. <laughs> best reaction anyway so (laughs) non-baltimore news the same reaction i would have made if i had to go to the shore like five times i'd be like yeah i fucking went to the shore (laughs) at least it wasn't two hours why do you think i fucking smell like this
0: (laughs) applies to dundalk too (laughs) weird um but uh probably the most important thing I i came to the realization over christmas break that some of you may not understand the impeachment process and what
1: it entails so I wanted to just quickly... I had so many questions from people... Yeah. ...saying, why is Trump still in office? I thought he was impeached. And... And I'm like, it's not how it works. Yeah. And the problem like is people also... People ask me, like, when is Trump leaving office? And I'm just like, not how it works. No. The problem is
0: the smart people who asked me, too. The people who I, I had, like, a, a modicum of respect and political thought for, like, and I still think they're smart people. I think they're good at what they do. But clearly, you should not be allowed to vote. Uh, and I'm just going to say that that there should be a basic civics test that you have to pass because we have friends who have become naturalized. Mm-hmm. They had to take a test Yeah. in which one of the questions could be and may have been, how does the Constitution outline removing uh, a uh, a president or a judge or a member of Congress from office? And they had to go through the process and outline it, which yeah. means that that person who some of you want to deport, by the way. Yeah. Knows the process better than you do. But the impeachment is a long, slow process. It has only occurred three times in the history of our country. Now, Corey, of course, those three times are uh, Bill Clinton, Richard Nixon, and now Donald Trump, right?
1: No. Oh, that's right. Andrew Jackson was uh, impeached. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nixon actually wasn't impeached. Nope. Uh, he he got really close to the line and was just like, uh, you know what, California is nice this time of year. I'll see y'all later. Yeah. And then the vote on <laughs> left the bag with Gerald Ford,
0: the vote on the um, articles of impeachment, not in the whole house, but in the judiciary was up. And basically everyone was looking at him like, yeah, it's going to be real strong. You're not yeah. going to want to be. And then they're going to push for an immediate vote in the house. So he was just like, all right, peace. <laughs> what's no, amazing is
1: is nixon had better numbers at this point yeah than yeah. trump does right now yeah but nixon's numbers fell precipitously like uh, at the very beginning of the watergate proceedings republicans were with him lock stock and barrel yeah and then as soon as the evidence started coming out a little bit then they were just like oh this could be bad for us yeah <laughs> i yeah. don't know why they're not having the same it's a, there's a bunch of of senators republican senators just sitting on train tracks watching the train come at them and they're just like should we move No, nope. like no it'll stop <laughs> it's not gonna hit us we'll be fine
0: uh but yeah so uh andrew johnson was uh did you say jackson or
1: johnson jackson
0: okay not jackson johnson andrew johnson was impeached mm. uh the president which followed who followed abraham lincoln was most likely a political impeachment which now that i think of it I bet you that's what Trump references, because I bet you somebody in the White House is thinking about how Andrew Johnson survived the trial in the Senate by one vote, because that one vote uh, in the Senate said, I have the belief that this is a political attack, not one based on conduct in office, and I am voting against impeachment, and uh, or against conviction, and it turned out that he he won by one vote. Uh, but he was impeached and taken to trial. Bill Clinton was t- impeached and taken to trial, and he, the Republicans lost that vote by a much larger margin. Um, they just didn't, it had taken too long. Andrew Johnson's trial took almost two years. Uh, the impeachment proceedings took a long time for Clinton. And then the trial was shorter, but uh, America just didn't care anymore. Yeah. Um, and then to their, to their benefit, the Trump impeachment proceedings have been relatively quick. So mm-hmm. a few months and we, and the trial will probably be prolonged until after the election. But the important thing here is no president has been removed from office by conviction Nixon would have been likely, mm. and uh, he stepped down. Johnson rolled the dice and said, "I think people will see this for what it is."
1: And one, he, he narrowly avoided uh, being impeached or being removed. Though. Being removed, it yes, was it was vote. only one vote. Yes, yep. and uh, basically at that moment ended his presidency because oh, yeah. he he didn't have the the authority to to lead the same way that he did prior to it, and it he basically became a lame duck at that moment.
0: And. Uh, ulysses s grant became president after him largely because people said i don't care what party and grant basically said i'm a republican but
1: sure
0: i'm a general (laughs) and they said we want a strong leader who's not going to be pulled aside by other factors and then he had one of the most corrupt presidencies (laughs) in the history of the united states surprise good choice um and uh, Clinton survived, challenged his, and survived his. Even though I think his was more of uh, their advisor saying like it's been too long, people are just tired of it, and they're going to start calling congressmen and senators
1: and saying let's get this over with. And it worked. Trump and this and Clinton's. I mean, like it, it in as much as I, uh, in as much as I feel like there there was a lot of. Uh, people just trying to get Clinton any way they yeah, could. Yeah, I feel like the American people, by the end of it, like when, once all the facts were in and people had read the Star Report and all these people had testified and everything like that, mm-hmm. it was basically like, yeah, I mean, technically, I guess he did something wrong, but I don't think it really rises to the level of right. somebody should be removed from office for this. Clinton like, had the
0: benefit of the Trump problem, which is he was actually impeached for lying to a grand jury. yeah and that was not what people were talking about they were talking about the affair and the dress and all of that but the impeachment wasn't about that it was about lying to a grand jury that's all they had yeah um and uh so he had the benefit
1: the lying though was about the it was about the, the affair it was about the affair but i mean like the so, it, at the end of the day it didn't have anything to do per se with him as a leader right it it had to do with him and his pers- his judgment in his personal life yeah. and that's uh you know also the uh, those grand jury proceedings during clinton were a lot of uh, uh why don't we throw out things and see if he'll make him answer under under oath yeah. like any embarrassing thing we could possibly ask him yeah uh we could <laughs> throw it out there and i mean like, answer yeah and i mean like you know there's only so much that your your lawyer can really like stop a line of questioning when you're in like a deposition like that mm-hmm. uh there's a difference if uh if we're in court and Rob is a witness up on the stand, mm-hmm. and uh, the the counsel says, uh, uh, "When's the last time you did heroin?" Yep. Then okay. you could object and say, "This has nothing to do with the case." Right. He's trying to ask this question just to make my client or my, make this witness look bad in front of the jury. That should be stricken from the record. It, it's it's without uh, no relevance. Well, but yeah. most
0: importantly. That all happens before I answer, and then the judge decides, and then maybe I don't answer. Yeah. But a deposition, all that happens, and then after they're done, I still have to answer the question. Yeah. Yeah. So, unless the only thing that Clinton had was the benefit of executive privilege, which I don't even think he exercised, but he could have said, I'm not going to tell you about what happened in Somalia. It's executive privilege. Yeah. Um, But nonetheless, uh, that brings us to Trump. And I find the ironic thing this three presidents have been impeached, one nearly so. The two Democrats were probably hamstrung on some political nonsense that didn't really have to do with high crimes and misdemeanors. The two Republicans I mean though, with
1: Johnson, they really they just they thought thought he was just getting too carried away with his own shit. And yeah. they wanted to rein him in a little bit and it became a game of chicken that became impeachment. And then by the time that game of chicken reached the Senate, they were just like are we really like yeah. he's already he's a beaten man. What are we what they, are we doing? They
0: wanted to end Reconstruction and he basically had backed off all the strongest parts of Reconstruction to mm-hmm. try and avoid impeachment, and then they impeached him anyway, and then it just became a political thing. Yeah. Clinton wanted Medicare for all, and he wanted all of those things, and they uh, Republicans attacked him. Political, though. Now then, we have two Republican candidates for impeachment, one of whom was most definitely guilty and, and gave up the office to avoid impeachment, and the other, who is not smart enough to do that um, but is also most definitely guilty— especially because something he's not even been charged with he, the evidence is coming out that he is most definitely guilty of and by the yeah. way an impeachment proceeding starting now going to trial in the senate does not stop further impeachment proceedings which will bring charges that can follow into trial in the senate yeah and if the senate keeps dragging their feet they may be able to add charges before the trial even
1: begins well uh, okay so there's two parts to this i i, I uh Since the setup of what impeachment is is out there now, I feel like I can explain Nancy Pelosi's masterstroke.
0: Well, wait, before you do that, because I I don't think we're very specific. The deal is House votes for impeachment. That's a grand jury. It brings charges.
1: It's a la a grand jury. Yeah.
0: yes, Just like a grand jury, charges are now filed. So charges have been filed. The jury, the trial occurs in the Senate, which we have not had yet, and because it's a legislative body doing a trial, they are going to negotiate for probably months about the rules that they're going to follow and what are the rules of evidence. Do they use the federal rules of evidence? Do you use other ones modified? So they'll just drag out and drag out and drag out and drag out. But the important thing to remember is, during this time, he is in office. Yeah. It is only the culmination of that trial where they vote for a guilty-not-guilty, guilty, and if the guilties take it, he is then removed from office. Mm-hmm. And because we've never done it before... We're not exactly sure how that happens because the, I think the founders envisioned a gentleman who would say, well, sir, you voted me guilty. I've been found guilty. I will most presently leave the office. And at that moment, the vice president becomes president. Um, and at some point soon thereafter, the president evacuates. I don't think that's who we're dealing with right now. I think we're dealing with a, Oh, they, they found me guilty. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, Congress disbanded. Like, yeah, can't really, can't really do
1: that. So, uh, here, here's 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 anyway, some yeah. uh, here here's some inside baseball master strokes from Nancy Pelosi. And again, it it uh, as I said to Rob before we started this, and I was setting up this point of the discussion. Uh, I really hate giving Nancy Pelosi this kind of credit because I I really I mean, it, she's not the worst politician of all time, but she is not nearly as as lauded as she should be. There there are people on the left. Who who think that she is the greatest person who's ever been the speaker of the house or she's something uh, like that?
0: Like she's from Baltimore. Let's just keep it. Let's keep it in
1: perspective. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's put it in those terms to begin <laughs> with. Um, she had the impeachment vote. Uh, Trump was impeached. Everyone talks about it. Everyone sees the newspaper articles. Trump impeached. Uh, a lot of people think that that's it. That's the end of this whole thing. Uh, But there is the the part where the Senate needs to figure out the rules for the trial and, like, all that sort of stuff. Uh, But they can't actually start doing that until the articles of impeachment are sent from the House to the Senate. And uh, Pelosi hasn't done that yet. She's sort of been pocket-vetoing her own impeachment by not sending it over there, but... Also, leaving the opportunity for the Republicans to dig themselves into bigger graves, because McConnell and like a, 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 one of the most fascinating things I've I've seen in a while went on to, on to Fox and said, "I'm not going to be an impartial jurist, and I don't think anyone expects me to be an impartial uh, uh, person in terms of making up the rules for this this thing." Like, yeah, just because I'm the you know the majority leader means I have to do it. But I, I don't see any there there, so why am I going to go through the process of being impartial? Yeah. And all these senators who for months have been going, uh, I can't say anything about this publicly because I might be called as a juror towards this trial, if you will, uh, are now like, uh, Mitch, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like... Uh, it doesn't help us when you're saying that you're specifically trying to work with the White House and try and make this as painless as possible for them.
0: By the way, uh, at least they're consistent because the Republicans in 96 said the same thing. We're not going to be impartial. We want the strictest rules. We want yeah. to make this as painful as possible on the White House. So strange that they would switch positions, but not strange that they would you know, ban impartiality. If
1: you want to see two different people in one person's body, go check out uh, Lindsey Graham from... <laughs> <laughs> the impeachment of Clinton and the impeachment of Trump. Hmm. Um, the it, it is it also is. Uh, check out Lindsey
0: Graham down at the manhole uh, <laughs> on any Saturday night versus uh, Lindsey Graham in Congress on Tuesday morning.
1: So uh, <laughs> uh, Lindsey Graham uh, is. I can't even... Like, he's the, gay. The, the just, that's what I'm saying.
0: I'm saying that he's gay and it's wrong for him to no, you know, he,
1: chastise other gay people when
0: he is in fact gay.
1: Come on. He's just a noted bachelor.
0: <laughs> Didn't they say the same thing about Millard Fillmore? Millard? Millard Fillmore? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was uh, McKinley, though, is the one you're thinking of.
0: No, no, uh, no. Well, McKinley was a bachelor, but he also had many women snuck into the White House. Millard Fillmore was a bachelor all the way through his presidency. His niece played the role of first lady. Yes. And uh, he was uh, known to frequent gentlemen's clubs in New York that g- had given us the name Yankees um, before going into politics. Yeah. And those clubs were for gentlemen only, where gentlemanly things happen.
1: All I'm saying is uh, that there's, a, there's a, lot of a, a lot of the same things that could be said about Millard Fillmore, or uh, about... Uh, William McKinley? McKinley, Yeah.
0: He was married he got shot and uh teddy Roosevelt became president so he chose a very good vice president i will not give he that to, to miller he didn't Trump want
1: him he wanted, <laughs> yeah, i know he wanted to hide him away from being a troublemaker elsewhere by burying him in the vice presidency wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. you do you
0: want that guy out there talking no bury him in a worthless position
1: keep him in the keep him in pocket yeah, yeah. Mm, uh i don't out. uh this this uh new york times report though i i, yeah. I just must uh it it, it says that Pompeo, Bolton, and Esper met with Trump in late August to plead with him to release military aid to Ukraine, the one that's the center of this whole... Uh, quid pro quo. Quid pro yeah. quo. Uh, and he rebuffed their uh, their effort. So, um,
0: And by the way, headline deceiving. They didn't get together and meet with him. All three met with him separately on separate occasions for different reasons. Yeah. And he rebuffed all of them. Yeah. And basically, the... What we don't know specifically about what is between the lines, it was saying, when they do what I tell them, then they get their aid.
1: That's how that works.
0: So yeah. you should go lean on, you know, Bolton was at state at that time, right? And Pompeo was, no, Pompeo was state. Yeah, Bolton and
1: Bolton was national security. security.
0: So you go lean on your guys who are leaning on you and tell them to do what I ask them to do, and then we'll release the money.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I, <laughs> I, I just... I feel like the reason why McConnell, I mean this isn't this isn't like huge insight. The reason why McConnell doesn't want to have a real trial with witnesses is because it won't work out well. Yeah. Uh it's just not if you bring Bolton up onto the stand and ask him to tell the truth under uh the possibility of perjury this is not going to go well for Trump. And yeah. there there's the problem is that at a certain point uh you know Susan Collins for instance, who's a, a on the fence voter. And by on-the-fence voter, it means she really doesn't want to convict Trump, but if you leave her no option, she will have to. Uh, There are conceivably a way that if enough damaging testimony happened during the Senate part of the trial, that there would be enough Republicans who would flip in the Senate to convict Trump. Yeah. Uh, The question is, uh, do you get to have the trial that would allow this sort of evidence to happen? And with Pelosi sort of holding on to the articles and not forwarding them off to the Senate gives her time in order for them to dig their own graves a little bit more and sort of see what's happening. Because at a certain point people will say like, well, he was impeached. Why is he still in office? And then they start asking like, oh, what's this thing with the Senate trial? Mm-hmm. And then you get uh, Trump to have a state of the union. Oh, that's the big uh, thing. That, yeah. That would be a lovely thing because there's a chance that he would uh, talk on this issue <laughs> in front of both houses. Yeah. Yeah. And the Supreme Court, uh, which would be interesting. I also do think that
0: she is strategically pushing it closer to the election because one. I don't think
1: she sends it at all. And I I think she has unless unless something happens. I don't I don't feel like she ever needs to send it because he's just hanging with the scarlet A of impeachment. Uh, she has to. I think that the rule is it goes back to judiciary and they vote again to
0: send it if after like 100 days or 120 days it doesn't go to the Senate. Yeah, because but they can keep doing it. No, they no I just mean keep like, they don't re-vote. They vote. And if it goes positive again, then it goes directly to the Senate, not through the uh, Speaker's office.
1: I I, I could have swore I heard something about how this could continue uh, on indefinitely. Shit.
0: If she can, I mean, good for her. But I do think she's pushing it closer to the election because... To have
1: as much time as possible just to let yeah. it, let people talk about it, But I, you I have, feel like is a...
0: You have a bunch of Republican senators who aren't running for re-election, and the closer you get to the election, the less they care about mm-hmm. what Trump says. And the more they think, maybe I can save my Republican Party by doing something good right now. Mm-hmm. Um And... Then you also have those on the fence, like uh, not Collins. What's the other one? Um, Murkowski. Murkowski, who's up for re-election this year, who has to go home to her district, and her district is split pretty evenly. And the problem is, if right before the election they have a vote, and the evidence to the American public is pretty clear that he should be impeached. I mean, it, it, or to should me, convicted. to
1: me, it's pretty clear right now. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I I would argue that, uh, if if your line is the law was violated yeah then there are two people who uh have been impeached where this is true clinton did yes in fact violate the law by lying under oath yep uh to a grand jury uh that is true does it raise to the level of the high crimes and misdemeanors that they they put forward in the constitution i don't think so Mm uh personally speaking well nixon Definitely did yeah. high crimes and misdemeanors. Oh yeah, Using his the was to... his absolutely was. Um, yeah. The 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 thing with Trump is that he absolutely did this. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> he absolutely shouldn't have done it. And the as far as whether or not he's guilty of that is pretty much an open and shut case. They want to avoid that part of the discussion as much as possible because you you want to lean more on the well, did he really do anything wrong? And does this raise to the level of? You, you you don't want to talk about the part that he actually did commit the crime. Yeah. So
0: what well, it comes down though that the uh, the things they charged him with are things that are mentioned in the Constitution. And yeah. That was the smart part. It was like nobody understands the mind. I don't.
1: I don't. I don't like the Cong- the the obstruction of Congress though, as opposed to obstruction of justice, because uh, mm. I mean I feel like that one could be walked around a little bit more. And if he made an argument that you know like yes he didn't participate. Uh, because he was ex- uh, exerting executive privilege then the the line about like him not mm-hmm. sending witnesses and stuff like that sort of uh, falls by the wayside a little bit more do you know whereas is- obstruction of justice is more broad and open in the mm-hmm. sense that he could you, you could talk about any kind of little portion of what he did along the process of hiding it from people to uh find itself an obstruction of justice but-
0: is obstruction of justice mentioned in the Constitution? No. Is obstruction of Congress? Yes. And is executive privilege mentioned in the Constitution? Oh. Uh, I don't think so. No, it is not. Yeah. It was a uh, basically a flex by the presidency that was never fully fleshed out by the Supreme Court. But basically Congress was like, we don't want to, this to be a too strong of a protection. So we're going to drop it. So we know that there's something called executive privilege it's never really been fleshed out, but they went with the thing that's in the constitution because if anything is a high crime and misdemeanor, it's a violation of the constitution. Mm. So go with Congress, not with justice because that makes it a high crime. Does executive privilege apply? Well, we've never, we've never really tested it, but you know what, who the judge, jury and executioner is this time. It ain't the Supreme court. Mm -hmm. It's the Senate of the United States. So we get to find out. Um, we did want to talk a little bit, uh, to shift gears here, about uh, some movies. But here's what I would say. Do you want to wait and see them? And then we'll comment about them next week?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I I, I didn't really want to get deep into them. Yeah. To, yeah. Because I, I don't know anything uh, personally. I, I Just more the fact that uh, Cats came out mm-hmm. and was roundly criticized and did such awful business that I, I just can't even imagine... It looks horrifically bad. And I don't know... I hear people say it's bad, but it's good. I hear some people say that it's just bad, like, scary bad. And then I hear other people, like, saying, like, you don't understand. This is what cats is. And then... (laughs) And I like... I mean, like, it's great that that's that's an argument, but, like, that doesn't mean that, like, it's right, you know? And the problem is... The monkey just threw poop out at me. It's like, yeah, that's what monkeys do. And I'm like, yeah, but it still sucks that this happened to me. Like... And the problem
0: is... That the llamas
1: spit on you. It's like, yeah, that's what llamas do. It's like, yeah, but I wish it didn't happen. I don't... Know. The problem is, with free movies, essentially, we have no excuse yeah. not to just go see and waste two hours of our lives. I just didn't want to do it opening weekend. Oh, yeah. You know, I just I, didn't I want to, like... I, I didn't want to reward it with... Because an, an opening weekend a box office really sets the course for where your movie's going. And I didn't want a lot of curious looky-loos coming mm-hmm. in on week one and making this a 50 million dollar opening and then feel that that this is good for some reason you know and uh uh, how did it do opening weekend (laughs) (laughs) you took Uh, (laughs) too much joy in that there was almost too much joy internationally and made approximately 15 million dollars which is uh not good
0: Not well, good. Well, listen. Luckily, it had a budget of you know forty million. They could still make that back.
1: It had a budget of a hundred million, and that's not counting any kind of money that happens after they after the production budget of the movie, <sighs> uh, like after cuts when they do multiple. Yeah, They're doing a new a new. <laughs> who cut their set out of theaters or, uh, you know, advertising or anything regarding, you know, uh, at some point, Taylor Swift has to appear on the James Corden show so they could talk about cats. Yeah. And they have to fly Taylor Swift out to LA mm-hmm. and put her up in a hotel and get her makeup and her hair and all that sort of stuff. And that all adds towards the production mm. or towards the cost that they hope to overcome one day. Yeah, uh, And it doesn't, it's not like those things cost as much as the movie does, but sometimes it does because you're trying to uh, win an award. Yep. And Katz was trying to do that, and then quickly Universal pulled them off the <laughs> four-year consideration on, the, uh, on their website. So. Uh, and similarly, another movie that Corey doesn't care about, uh, Star Wars
0: opened, and strongly domestically. I mean, it did very well domestically, but international flop just yeah. didn't really resonate with anyone outside the US. I think everyone is done with this story. We talked about this like months ago I think about just we're done with the Skywalker story. Let's the Mandalorian well, I find to be very good and I think we should go that direction. By the way, um if you want to give John um Williams, no, the uh director of Mandalorian. Um oh, John Favreau. John Favreau. Just give him the keys to the kingdom cuz whatever he's doing, he always seems to do it right. Just he did uh, the latest uh, Spider-Man, right? Was yeah. Was that him and Iron Man one and two, and now Mandalorian, and just like everything he touches, I'm like, I want more of this.
1: You know, you know what? Uh, I, I, I don't mean this as a slight in any way. It's gonna, it, it might sound a little slighty to somebody, <laughs> but trust me, it's not a slight. Okay. John Favreau has the innate ability to make things work. Yep. And sometimes things that, for whatever reason, shouldn't work, work with him. And it's not like he can take any movie, regardless of how bad it would be, and make it an Oscar winner or make it like one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. But he could take a movie that has no business working and make it work. I feel like if you had given Favreau Cats, we would have had an enjoyable Cats movie at the end of it. But this is the thing. Even if... You're taking in the fact that, like, nothing happens in the in the play, and it doesn't have a plot, and it's just basically cats introducing themselves. Yeah. Like, if you would have given Favreau cats, and I don't want you to give Favreau cats, I'm just play. saying, no. if, you, if that would have happened, he would have figured out some sort of way to make it an enjoyable movie, and that is a remarkable skill in its own right.
0: I think... What you said in the pre show, he doesn't
1: necessarily elevate like an incredible movie into like one of the best movies yeah. of all time, but he's somebody who knows how to make anything work, and that's that's really you. You said in the pre show, the key to the thing is figuring out what the thing is
0: and then presenting it the right way. Yeah, he knows Star Wars is a space western soap opera, and The Mandalorian is a space western soap opera. Yeah. And Iron Man was a or the original origin story that you didn't have to like the hero. In fact, he was kind of shitty, and we kind of hated him. But yeah. we like the hero. We don't like the guy behind the mask. Yeah. And that's okay. He figured out how to do that. That chef movie that he did where he was uh, owned a food truck? Mm-hmm. Nothing super special about that movie. But he got to the heart of what the thing was he was trying to show yeah. and then showed it. That is the skill, yeah, and that's why you can't take a great a great movie and make it one of the best of the year because that's not getting to the heart of the thing. You can take a an idea, and that's what what presumably Cats is missing. You missed out on whatever the stage play had that made you love it, and then they didn't show that on uh, the big screen. Yeah. So, well, well, we'll also,
1: also I would I would say that uh, it just because uh, the the thing is that right now Hollywood is looking for properties. Yeah. Because it and it, it it makes sense because. Cats made a ton of money as a Broadway play. It was one of the longest running Broadway plays of all time. If yeah. not it, it, it is the longest, right? I think it's like, the longest running, yeah. It hasn't been taken over since then, right?
0: Uh I think it actually passed rent. Mm-hmm.
1: Um yeah, I mean like so it, you know, it, it as a, as a play, it's an incredible success even though even as a play, critics didn't like it. No, like nobody with with taste thought Cats was good. Again, there's no plot. Yeah. it's
0: really just cats introducing themselves for the entire play and, and I mean, then like, dancing. You know,
1: and, and, and as far as a thing like you know, hey, we're visiting. You know, we're from Iowa and we're visiting New York. We're gonna go see Cats. It sounded like a real New York thing to yeah. do. Like yeah, it's yeah. just like going to Times Square seems like a real New York thing to do. Don't do it. Uh, it, it, it's. just not everything needs to work in different uh, different mediums you know like uh a good example of this i thought was like serial like serial worked really great as a podcast and then you know like a bunch of people got deals into making like a serial movie or a serial tv show and like how can we tell this story in a way and like everyone looked at it and they're just like it's not as interesting as a as a movie or a tv show or anything like that it's really, it's most interesting as a podcast that you listen to. Yep.
0: Sarah telling us his story yeah, week like, by week. But, you know, because, go, go because get paid, there's Sarah. Because no, there's, no,
1: there's no interest in watching some guy in a room going, like, these cell, fo- cell phone towers don't match up. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: <laughs> but, again, as a writer, I will tell you go get paid because you don't have to make the thing. You get paid just for the thing.
1: Whether I I have no problem with people making money. I'm just saying like, you know, just not everything, just because something works in another venue doesn't mean that it's going to work in this. And what people are looking, what studio executives are looking for at the end of the day is less of a risk that their money is going to go down the toilet. So the studio (laughs) executive who thought cats was a good idea probably said to himself, wow, it's one of the biggest Broadway hits Mm -hmm. of all time. If just the people who like cats come out and see the movie version out of interest, then we'll do really well. we're doing really well without ever having to spend another oh. dollar on advertising. You know how they messed up? <laughs> they <You> did <laughs> didn't do well. No, you never see
0: anything from the stage play cats ahead of time. Yeah. Stills, that's it.
1: Yeah you showed us the movie before we went to see the movie
0: also didn't the didn't up. the
1: play kind of change every time you did it like,
0: it's live theater so oh, i know but
1: i'm saying like wasn't the play more of like a sort of free form uh experience than like a a set book i don't know
0: i, I don't think I, I ever saw the play i didn't see it on broadway for sure well so.
1: i know but i'm i i didn't see it either i never saw like a touring company of it yeah. or like a you know it's not like i went to go see if it changed year by year on Broadway yeah but like I've heard tell that like uh sort of like a uh Vegas show where for a while it'll run the same exact oh, show yeah and then, and then it then modifies like, a little bit yeah yeah over the you know like uh penn and teller will have a show for 2019. And then as 2020 rolls around, they'll take a couple weeks off and then new things will start working in and old things will start going yeah. out. Well, that's like, how
0: you get the rubes and boobs from Iowa to come a second time to see yeah. cats because they were here 3 years ago and now they're going to see a 40% different show.
1: Right. Yeah. And you lose people, so you bring in a new person, but you don't need to like fill the 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 role of this particular cat. You just yeah. create a new cat who has the same it's sort of
0: Literally just introducing cats <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it's literally the whole just movie. introducing
1: cats. The whole show.
0: Uh, speaking of uh, fooling the rubes and boobs uh, out in Iowa. That's what we call setup.
1: Uh, I thought we are we, are we ever going to get to the 300?
0: Oh, I guess we should talk about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of fooling the rubes and boobs in Iowa, guess what next week is, kids? Episode 300. Woo! Uh, we had plans that we we're going to uh, have a new website for 300. We're well, going to have some new speaking, merch for 300
0: We were going to have a new website for 250 and
1: that didn't work out. <laughs> so now we're still rolling it over. And uh, awesome. So, yeah, keep a, keep an eye out for that. If nothing is mentioned, then it didn't happen. <laughs> but
0: and we'll talk about it more next week because, obviously, you guys who watch live will get the preview. But I think like having a, the new website go live Tuesday, the new merch, perhaps, mm, go live Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, everyone here who's watching live will have the advantage of uh, a few hours of notice while everyone else will not
1: but look forward to that yeah yeah uh speaking of th- something that doesn't work as a stage play you want to know. <laughs> What do I want to know? Oh, the anthem.com. Corey, know the anthem.com. Oh, the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, four four three two one nine seven five nine five. 219 7595 What's that number again? 443-219-7595. You know when like a bunch of different words <laughs> are in your brain and you're just like, I can pick them out in any order and it'll just make sense. That's exactly what happened. Uh, if you want to find more of me, you can do that at my website, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com, Facebook.com forward slash Baker film or at LegendCP5 on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, need to go see movies to make new reviews Cats uh, is on the list Because mm-hmm. I have to I just need to know um, And a bunch of other things that lo- just look great Are on the horizon uh, If nothing else I feel like I'm just going like, to Watch Two Popes or something like that And do a, a Netflix streamer I did uh-huh. the uh, Klaus on Instagram For anyone who checked that out Just uh-huh. like a mini little Klaus review Is that saved on your Instagram story? Somewhere? No because I always forget about that and I need to start doing that in 2020 as one of my resolutions. I'll tell you to how To create you can the it. little, like... Uh, IGTV? No, 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 no. Just do the... Uh, oh, the uh, bubble Save stories. Like. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you how you can do that. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Um, anything else? No, that's
1: about it for me. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, look at this camera all messed up.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's amazing how we move the window like that. Ignore the man behind <laughs> the curtain. Uh, well, you can find more of me. Or I'm the Robert. curtain behind the man. Oh, that's very true.
0: You can find more of me at Robert and Cheek on all your social networks. Um, I got some wonderful Christmas gifts, which means the production of the videos are going to come fast and furious now. I have a lot of things in the the, uh, pipeline coming, including Don't Fuck With Cats, which I was completely wrong about, but we'll find more about that in the review. Not the
1: same thing as cats, though.
0: Yes, no, not the same thing as cats, although it will be ironic if I do back-to-back cats (laughs) topics, so maybe I should hold off on that. In any event, Honey Boy is out. uh review is out right now, so make sure you go check that out.
1: I listened to it.
0: Yeah, and uh, thoughts on Honey Boy?
1: I want to actually go see it based off the review. Well, there you go. So
0: and uh, peanut butter falcon i
1: mean i did want to see it like I, yeah. I you you had you had done the at the beginning you had talked about how nobody else wanted to see it i would have seen it it's just like didn't rise to the top of my list i sure. wanted somebody to say like go see it first and and now, Maybe I I and now I do. Now I have then, that. Eh, thing. Eh, go so. check it out.
0: Everyman Movie Review. Uh, that's available all over the place. Uh, of course, you can find uh, the books uh, available on Amazon.
1: By Rob's Books. Uh,
0: and everything else available at uh, RobertNcheek.com. And I do want to give a shout out to Adobe, uh, a negative shout out. What would you call it? Oh. Um, because not only did they. Throw them in the burn box? Yes. Uh, not only did they discontinue uh, support for Muse? Is it Muse? Mm hmm. But they don't allow any new downloads of Muse, and I deleted it off this computer (laughs) so I could get it on the other computer and then found out I can't download it anymore. So my website will not be updated for some time (laughs) while I teach myself a new program and build a new website for that. So go check it out, though. Uh, You can still sign up for the mailing list, uh, Patreon, all that stuff is up there. Check that out, com.
1: Well, I think we've done good here today.
0: We've done something, I don't know if it's good, but as always, you're listening to the O the anthem podcast, part of the O the Anthem digital Network for Corey. This is Rob. Have a great week, everybody
1: and please, please don't see cats. just wait. let it, let us see it and then tell you about it, and then it'll you'll take it in osmosis
0: okay, so or 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 maybe wait for us to see it and then we'll talk about it and then go see it because as you know, the point of the everyman movie review is. Will you enjoy it or will you not? Is it worth your time and worth your money? Not one of those pretentious movie
1: reviews. I tell you if it's worth your time. I say it. Go yeah, but, see it. It's worth you, seeing. It's not you, good, but go see it. But
0: can you trust it? Can you <laughs> trust the review? That's the question.
1: Can you trust the reviewer? That's the question. <laughs>